think you just asked me like three Can thousand you, questions. First, <laughs> first thing I need you to do is uh, summarize my questions, <laughs> and then after that, go ahead and give an answer. <laughs> I had it nice and tight, and then I elaborated too much. <laughs> so I can, I can go off of that. Okay. Welcome to the Mrs. Graves Podcast. This is Katie. She's my wife's, dad's, girlfriend's, sister's daughter. And this is Josh. He's my mom's, sister's, boyfriend's, daughter's husband. Darn Skippy. Yep. As we start off every show, we talk about our show sponsor. And this, Who is that today? And this just happened to be sponsored by Eye Contact. And Eye Contact is the act of looking directly into one another's eyes. Like I am doing right now. In case you needed it. Yeah. Do you think Ooh, we can do the whole show? Let's see if I can do the, the whole, whole show, show and not break contact I really with you. hope you don't do this the Makes whole show. Makes me uncomfortable. I'm, I'm already sweating. My eyes are kind of watering up already. <laughs> okay, I quit. So eye contact. Any? Um, I know we always say like personal story, but this, how about just initial thoughts? Or if you have a story that uh, kind of resonates whoa. with you or just something that mic. kind um, of first comes to mind when you think contact. about eye contact. I don't, not really a story, but uh, let me talk about my kids again because... <laughs> I guess that's all I do. Uh, they, that's a big thing for Edgar and I in our parenting, though. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we really, really, really emphasize with them the important, emphasize to them the mm-hmm. importance of eye contact, especially when you meet somebody. Because mm. um, yeah. we have one that's a little more shy than the others, and he tends to, you, you introduce him, and he'll like look down and do a little mumble, mumble. And then yep. I literally take their little chins, <laughs> and it's awkward for everybody. <laughs> That's good parenting, I've, though. I I've like done it. it since they're little, but uh, if they still do it, I mean, mm-hmm. they're 15, 13, and 9. <laughs> and I'm best. like, no, you're still – 15-year-olds, he's pretty good. But mm-hmm. the other two, I'll mm-hmm. take their little chin, do mm-hmm. a little finger lift, and I'll That's say – That's kind of adorable. I'll say, eye contact, try that again, mm-hmm. Hudson. That's and the adorable. person he's being introduced to is like, no, no, it's fine. I'm like, no, we're all going to parent with me right now. <laughs> yeah. And then, learn and then I make them say, nice to meet <laughs> you with adorable. full eye contact. That is adorable. That's almost the opposite. Well, first thing I come to mind is, as I'm probably doing right now, I'm looking over here because I always have to look. I have to break eye contact. Well, to, you have to. To think. Correct. So I have to actively remind myself, hey, look at this person that you're having a conversation with. But if you look too much, it's uh, not. It's going to get kind of awkward. And also, I'll probably lose my train of thought. It's hard for me to keep a, I have to look and navigate because right. the and words I'm looking for are somewhere around here. They're probably up in the right mm-hmm. corner. That's where they usually uh, go. But don't they say, like, when you're taking. Oh, God. I feel like I've heard experts, body language experts and yeah. stuff, be like. If okay, you, if, if you're you the talker, you tend to be the looker around, mm-hmm. or the listener mm-hmm. tends to be the watcher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got, uh, uh, I have been scolded by a teacher because she was talking to me, like, and I, I, I was in trouble. <laughs> got in trouble. I was trying to, I was what? trying to word it so I wouldn't what? have to say that. So you, I was in naughty, naughty you time. You got busted. Uh huh. And she was, she was lecturing me, giving me and. And I was trying to like think of to how to explain myself or what I did, try to get out of it. And I was kept looking. I wasn't making eye contact to her. And all of a sudden, she kind of made a big old fuss about it. She get like turned around, and looked at. She's like, "What are you looking at?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm just looking. You know, I'm looking up there. I'm trying to. I'm just listening to you." She's like, "You're not giving this whole spiel about I'm not listening to her. And this is why I got in trouble. And now I was gonna give you a break, but since you don't care, um, yeah, and I got punished." I got do you need to do the Imago body language lesson? It would probably help do me. Do you need it would probably help the me. thing about eye contact? It would probably help me. Now all I can think about is my eyes and your eyes and what are our <laughs> eyes doing? It's, it's making good. me feel. Also, what are eyes? I know. And I why should. are eyes so weird? I should have And look, we have eyelashes. Show. I'm really freaked out right now. <laughs> so thank you for eye contact for sponsoring the show. Thanks, eye contact. I'm going to try to bring back Goat Race, and maybe, you know, one of these years, I will get the hang of it, and You're it'll be get flawless. It right. Did you, did you figure out what, like, <laughs> what each one what, actually means, and, and not most just the, jo- the Josh definition? Oh, that's where it's, Because you should have seen Edgar's eyes when we listened to the last episode. That's things are going to get sticky, yeah. And you were doing Joshy Goat Race, and then Edgar was doing eyeball rolls. My life is he just He was wondering. not having eye contact. <laughs> Because he was rolling his eyes and shaking his head like, are yeah. you kidding me right now? He works at Imago well, and he can't figure out what is going well, race. He's listening to this, prepared to be underwhelmed right. again. Right, here we go, <laughs> yes. Edgar. Uh, goat race. Hi, 
everyone. Thank mm-hmm. you for listening. And uh, Katie, race. thank you for um, coming and joining me on the on our show that we that we do. You're very welcome. Uh, today we're trying to co- we're going to cover. I have five fun facts. Mm-hmm. They're just general fun facts. There's I don't five. Uh, yep, only five. Only five. I'm getting better. I'm trying to make it a little more streamlined. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some Imago news to share. Uh, we also had a little sit down with uh, Anthony, and he broke down some social emotional learning topics. It's actually really we did it. We recorded it a little bit ago, and so it's it's very educational. He's a oh, smart. You're one. supposed to say, and we have Anthony in the studio. Oh, he was. Yeah. Hey, Anthony. Anthony. Hey. He doesn't have a mic, so he can't say hi. And uh, we have three a uh, new addition to the show, which are just going to be three topics. To it's going to be random topics, but they are around uh, school and education. So we're going to talk about those. The reason why I, br- I I'm trying to I, when I re- edit the show and listen back, I feel like you and I do well when there's just like a topic and then we just rant on it back and forth. We riff mm-hmm. instead of trying to t- be too structured. I'm like, nope, we got to follow this bullet point and this bullet point. We just, you know, we'll rant for like 45 minutes and then there's like seven minutes of solid content. It's called talk about something and make mm-hmm, each other laugh mm-hmm. time. And then we're going to finish the show with I Delta owing Facebook. So that should be fun. And uh, hopefully you're all going to be entertained by the show. Podcast should be about 30 minutes. I'm hoping for uh, rules of the show. Just listen to it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the only rule. And Can I throw in enjoy mm-hmm. it? That's yeah. Can I throw in ideally? Uh, ideally. Oh, write us a review. Oh, nice. Because evidently, this is what the people say on the podcasts that I listen to. Yep. They say it writing helps. a review helps mm-hmm. us get the word out and that like, we exist. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button. Share Tell it. Tell your friends. Oh man, that do could an all happen. Interpretive dance about Mrs. Gray's podcast. So if we make it a rule, they have to do it. I believe that's a rule. Okay, good. Like you have this. to. Uh, and do you agree? Yeah, everyone yep. agrees to this. Any clarity? I feel we like it's pretty darn do. clear. Uh, exit policy. You're gonna have to stay, Katie, because this is your show and my show, so we have to stay. So the exit policy also, is out the window. My kid is down in the parking garage vacuuming out <laughs> <Okay>. my car. It's <laughs> pretty good. Because I've put him to work pretty like good. a little work gremlin. I love it. So break. hopefully that is a uh, Edgar-approved goat race, and thank you, goat race, for being goaty. That is today's <laughs> Goat Race. <laughs> Katie has been bugging me to, uh, hey, you need to do more fun facts because I just love them and I, I need to. I love them so much. And I just need more of them. I love them so much that they so make I was like, me barf. Listen, <laughs> listen Katie. I'm going to have to tone it down to only five because I can't just make a whole show about fun facts as you would like it to be. Uh huh. So here I is. I don't know how I'm going to live with only five. Fun. I'm so excited. So I just picked Except the first not, five. That, you know, they're kind of excited where you're not excited. And uh, then, and the, but then. I don't. And you hate it. I don't know. I don't know this excitement. <laughs> well, I'm about to change your tune, young I'll lady. Change my tune. Here we go. Josh's five fun facts. Numero uno. Did you know? Leonardo Don't da Vinci. Point that Sharpie at me. <laughs> did you know Leonardo da Vinci invented the scissors? I didn't know that. Yes. But it does not surprise me. I know. Look at he's. Because wait, why does it not surprise you? Because he invented like a lot of things. Helicopters, for example. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even. I. Leonardo da Vinci. That's not fair. It's Leonardo da Leonardo da Vinci. He invented helicopters. Pretty much. He, okay, he pretty had awesome. the first drawing of oh, a functional. Oh, what yeah. would have been? I mean, it was very funny so looking. It looks like Katie's also, got fun facts too. Um, tanks, like armored vehicles for okay. battle. Holy smokes! His looked like a Hershey's Kiss. Oh, uh, it was cute. Look at these. Keep, I know all this the fun because facts coming. the child who I currently have in the garage, mm-hmm. the parking garage, cleaning out my car, like my little car cleaning gremlin, uh, uh-huh. he did a report on Da Vinci uh, this year. Okay. So I go. got some facts. So you're up to date on your Leonardo Da Vinci mm-hmm. fan fun facts. Okay. Oh, wait, one more. Okay, please do. Hey, I'm all on board. <laughs> I'm digging the fun facts. I feel like I'm feeding your addiction yep, uh-huh. and being too nice to I like you, how I've only given like one and that you I have are a on headache. number. I'm never mind. I'll save it for next oh, time. Oh, you stinker. What a what a tease. I like it though. Hmm. Numero dos. Did you know did you know a sneeze travels out of your mouth at over 100 miles per hour? <gasps> Can sneezes be weaponized? I believe so. Probably if you have some food Can in your mouth. Can you use sneezes for time travel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or or a uh, uh, a t- 
tool of measurement. You know, like oh the, yeah, yeah, like the speed of light, the speed of oh, sneeze. That kid's faster than a sneeze. It's faster than the speed of sneeze. I guess who's going to start saying that now? This guy. And people are going to get. Uh, really Wayne's World, uh, number three. Wayne's World, the movie. The whole movie was filmed and produced in two weeks. That surprises me. Zero. Okay. Have you seen? I mean, you've seen them. Yeah, but it's just the fact that you're making a whole movie in two weeks is kind of mind blowing. I bet you they didn't sleep a lot. Yeah, I don't there's think probably, so. probably. Yeah, not. that is mind blowing actually, because it takes us what 17 years to record this podcast, <laughs> this 30 <laughs> minute podcast. And they did a whole movie in and two weeks. But yeah, you could chair. probably look back on it and be like, yeah, I could see you. This is there's not a whole lot that really went into that. I really got to show that movie to my boys. Great movie. I, don't I even like the second one too. I think the second one's really good too. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be hard like, to hold really up. We really liked that movie oh, in like what 1992. Yeah, great. But I wonder. I wonder now. No, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know have you been, watched it recently? Yeah, I would. Not, yeah, but you would think it was funny yeah, anyway. I would <laughs> I do? Uh, I think it's been maybe like two years since I've seen it. It okay. hasn't really been super super long. Uh, numero four. Did you know men can read smaller print than women, but women can hear better? Say that second one again. Uh, the second part. Women, mm-hmm. women, women can hear better. One more time. Um. Women can hear better. Thank you. But if you are my husband and you are listening to that, <laughs> yeah, take note. I should have left the second part. Edgar out. Blunt. Uh huh. Edgar says that I mumble. Mm. I say that Edgar has deficient hearing. Probably to other women, you probably speak just perfectly I'm just clear. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. That's, you can't fault us for not being oh. a woman. Yeah. I mean, I kind of do, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever. And uh, to finish it off, numero five, did you know a snail can sleep for up to three years at a time? What? How is that possible? I didn't even know they lived that long. Is that that your spirit animal? (laughs) No. Grady was real into snails this year, though. Oh, okay. I was talking about the sleep part. I would like to do that. Yeah, sleep part. I'm going to go take a three-year nap. Three-year nap. I wonder how long you can stay awake after that. I don't think it works that way. No, that's not how it goes with it. But maybe if you're a snail, you're not doing much in the first place. Maybe we should should get a snail and interview it. That was Josh's Five Fun Facts. On to Amago News. This is where we highlight if there's any new partners, if there's any new lessons, uh, news of any sorts that evolve around Imago. I'm going to try to cover that for you. So between the last episode, last podcast, and this one, we have a new partner. It is CSET, and it's with the Tulare Wib. Uh, they just signed up or joined us la- yes, two days ago, I think, two or three days ago. Yeah. So they're on board, and they're gonna, we're going to get them all squared away. I like Tulare. I love Tulare. Our new lesson that just got uh, finalized liter- literally yesterday is financial literacy. That's pretty good. I that helped. was an interesting, that uh, an interesting emphasis topic. that you just put on that. Literally with literacy. You said literacy. Literacy. It's literacy. But yeah, literacy. but the first time you said it, you said literacy. Oh, I was trying to make a little more umph to it, a little more pizzazz to the. Uh huh. I don't know. Maybe I'll hold off on doing that. I'm just really on. stretching to find something to make fun of you about. You oh. haven't made a lot of mistakes I've been yet. Practicing. And it's really, I've been practicing. I feel like I don't know what I'm going to do today. Okay. And uh, some internal news. So, Anthony, the, the guest that you're going to be hearing coming up, he put together our Panda Play, which is a Mago lingo for team building. Team building. Fun, team fun building time. Day. Yeah. Yep. Did, did Edgar tell you about this at all? He did. It was rad. But he didn't tell the people listening, right. so you can tell I it again. I could probably do that part, huh? Yeah. So, I mean, he might have told them. <laughs> so uh, Anthony did a stellar of a job. He uh, he got sushi for the whole the whole team. Bru- I know. It was very what? delicious. Yep. And he brought in a magician. I heard. That blew our friggin' mind. I can't even. That's unreal. Spencer was ta- telling me I about know. it, and my mouth did, oh. It was, a, <gasps> I mean, uh, I'm trying to think. Okay, so it was actual magic. It was actual. actual. Ma- the one, I'll actual? just say I, without like explaining all the tricks. I don't know how that's going to translate to audio, but the <laughs> one trick that he opened up with was he uh, he started playing music, had a big uh, post-it paper like the you know 
uh, mm-hmm. it was like giant posted giant posted and so he writes a circle on it he kind of does like this little you know you guys see this uh, you guys see what i'm doing and he's like okay cool and then he writes ball underneath it and we're like okay so it's a ball and then he's like hold on he puts three little holes on the circle so now making it a bowling ball and he writes bowling on top of it and he goes cool right so then he closes the paper shakes the paper and a freaking bowling ball fell out how did a he actual it? bowling ball fell out, and we held, it was a it was a legitimate bowling ball. Yeah. Did you guys go? Oh, yeah, I was all and Help. fall out of your chairs. <laughs> Pretty much. And then he opened the the uh, poster, posted back up, and the the drawing of the ball itself was gone, and it just said bowling ball, and there was no circle there. The it, it was amazing. I mean, I can keep going on and on. He did some amazing tricks, but that one was like, man, totally. So set we that. know that he had that bowling ball somewhere. You would assume. Unless it was magic. What was he saying? It wasn't magic. Uh, it's all sleight of hand. Uh, I don't uh, know. I don't know how. I honestly, I mean. Misdirection. He's like, look at this paper. It's, it's obviously. Let me was. pick up this bowling ball with my feet or something. I and no idea. Yeah, it was impressive. Very impressive trick. I was like, everybody was, really everybody's cool. mind was blown. I really wish they would just tell us how they do them after. Like, <laughs> do all the tricks <laughs> yeah. and then go back and be uh, like, remember when this happened? Yeah, I know. This is how I did I it. I love that. Well, they have that one show where a magician breaks the code or something. Oh, I didn't know that. Where it's like the guy's wearing a mask and he did all, he'll do the, it's exactly what you're saying. He'll do the trick. I got to watch that. And then he'll go back through and he'll show you exactly how you do it. Like kind of behind the scenes of uh-huh. everything. It's pretty interesting. Oh man. Pretty interesting. I'm really into that. I like that guy. Uh, and then the, the second half of the day, we, uh, he, Anthony brought one of his friends in and we all sat around the table and we learned to cross stitch. I heard about that. It was quite fun. What did you make? Uh, we all stitched like a, like a cactus uh, and then like a flower hanging from like a one of those plant hanger mm-hmm. things. Um, so yeah, it was that and there we picked our own colors and stuff. But uh, a lot of fun. Kind of had some problem problems with the old thread the needle. That's it, what Spencer and Edgar yeah, said. They was, were big time complaining a about that. Uh, uh, not to throw uh, Michael. Do you know under, you're under supposed to lick the end of the thread? Oh, we, there was plenty of licking, licking. of the thread going okay. on. Okay, all right. So it, even well, this, that. This particular thread was there was like embroidery s- floss probably. Maybe there was like six pieces of um, yeah it's thread like thick. yeah. So when you licked, they would all like kind of spread. And what about so the teacher of the cross stitch? Was that person she, able to she, thread it? Yeah, she would actually. She was said it's easy to. She's all it's easier if you take it apart, you know, so you only get like you know half the strands. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, well, yeah, yeah. Well, duh. I think it would be too. So she went around. And she said she started splitting them, separating all of them, and then it was easier to. And then you thread the needle. Threaded it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Edgar was fast about threading the needle. Well, he got started right away. He has experience with threading needles. Yeah, his. His grandma, okay. Grandma Mossing, mm-hmm. was in the Philippines a seamstress. That's what she did for a living. Mm-hmm. And um, though he, she didn't teach him to sew, once she started losing her eyesight, mm-hmm. she could still sew, but she couldn't thread the needle. So Edgar uh, and Edwin would thread the needle all the time. Well, there you go. The more you know about Edgar. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it was a lot of fun, and that was just a really good day. That was a good. That was a That's good. That's an awesome uh, hand play. Good job. It was. It was. And he did. He did a great job. And I'd like to finish this off with Amago Data. I'm sorry. That's the big Amago Data punch. It's just there's no one in here. I know. That's what I'm <laughs> and you're trying to perform this, for like, you. Circus <laughs> yep. ringmaster voice. Amago Data. <laughs> Woo! Hand gesture. This piece. Still of, just me. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> this piece of. Oh, I'm hoping it translates. My enthusiasm translates through the earphones, <laughs> through the speaker. And then my voice goes. Eh. Yeah, it's like you weird guy. All right. So it's this, okay. I got a real bad headache today, okay. everybody. This piece of data it comes from our lifelong learning lesson. Our lifelong learning lesson is about, um, I guess, just pretty much, pretty much that. Yeah, pretty much that. Always keep <laughs> no, an open what's mind. Lifelong learning. <laughs> That's like about I'm, I'm 84 30. and I'm going to take a cross stitch yeah, class. You always want to keep an open mind. You got to be mindful that you're always going to be uh, open to learning new things, and you can learn from other people and different walks of life. So just always kind of keep an open mind is is the general mm-hmm. general uh, outline of it. However, the Amago data is 83% of learners who took our lifelong learning lesson were able to provide an example of how the information has changed their motivation to learn what they thought they couldn't. And 
Katie. Ah, Additionally, I'm here. 66% of these learners mentioned an increase in their motivation due oh. to our Imago lesson. They were like, I'm going to get out there yeah. and learn some new stuff. So we're motivating and we're lifelong learning ingizing everyone so good job that is good job guys amago dudes uh we got a special guest in today for the show uh the only guest we've ever had is rob so we set the bar pretty low we bring in the bring in the heavy hitters today uh today's guest is an imago teammate uh his name is anthony and he is going to give us a little insight on some social emotional learning talk uh hi, hi hello anthony. hi thanks hello. for thanks for joining this amazing yeah, no podcast thanks for inviting me. i don't know if you wanted to give a little insight of maybe kind of what you do here that'd be kind of cool just a little sure. little highlight of what it is and then uh, i'll ask you the question sure uh, so I was brought in originally to to be a researcher. Ended up becoming uh, uh, one of the curriculum designers and writers. And currently, um, I am doing a lot of the operations for Amago. Nice. So Anthony, our social emotional learning question of the show is: Can you give us some insight on why you think social emotional learning is important to students? And younger younger people, but not only that, why why it's important to them, but also why you feel it's important to uh, adults and business owners and people that are uh, you know a little bit older than the average uh, student. When somebody thinks of a student, they might think of you know someone who's sixth, seventh, eighth grade, um, and as opposed to as a, as an adult who's a little bit older, maybe in their thirties, forties, or fifties. How they could also benefit from uh, social emotional learning. I think you just asked me like three. Can thousand questions first, first thing i need you to do is uh summarize my questions <laughs> and then after that go ahead and give an answer i had it nice and tight and then i elaborated too much <laughs> so I can, I can go off of that okay so there there's a lot of angles to this um i think the most obvious angle is we want we want to build um a community of students a, commu- uh, a group of youth that are kind to each other, right? That, that's the obvious thing. You want, you want kind people. Um, when it comes to social-emotional learning, though, uh, or competencies, it, it goes beyond just being kind, right? It's about thinking. It's about rationale. It's about how, how to navigate in, the, um, in your environment and the social context of things, right? And so as... As students grow up, they're experiencing a lot of a lot of new things. Um, whether it's at school, whether it's at home, whether it's in the community, over social media, different environments, and so you need different tools to navigate uh, among strangers, among friends, among family. So for that reason, um, it, it's important to learn about things like self-awareness and social awareness and global awareness right um they each provide different tools on on how to navigate certain problems that might come up the different dynamics that might show up we're all very different and so for that reason um you have to engage in every situation slightly differently um because there are different consequences that might come up so for students it's important to think about those things um and in the past, it's one of those things where, you know, you learn as you go, and by the time you're adult, you're an adult, you then have a history of experiences to go off of, but it's one of those things where you think back and say, hey, as adults, you know, we have some tools. Uh, why not teach these tools to our, to our kids and, and uh, the youth, right? So um, we do that as parents. I'm not a parent, but I'm sure you you're a parent. Uh, you do, you'll probably do that with Everly, mm-hmm. um, and so will Kate, and so is Katie, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are a lot of students who might not get some of that, and it's important to uh, give them some of those tools as well, because ultimately it's about practice. Mm-hmm. You teach them young, and they can use uh, those tools uh, down the road in their lives when they're building family, when they're uh, when they have new friends, at work and so on and so forth. So for students, that's why it's important. Katie and I talk about, and even other people in the office, we have conversations. I wish there was something like this when I was in school um, that didn't have any kind of, any kind of these discussions even being uh, brought up at all, really. 
um, and I just turned 21 um, this year, <laughs> and so, uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, the, when I was interviewing, when we were making that video for Edgar in the car, he said, uh, he asked, he said, I asked a student one time, what, what change do you, what change or impact would you like to have uh, in the world? Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, kids kind of take a step back and they're like, mm-hmm. you know, you can tell they've never been asked that question before. Mm-hmm. And he, and you know, Edgar and I got to talking about, yeah, we've never, that question was never asked to us mm-hmm. when we were, you know, younger going through, through school. So um, for everything you said, you just made a point on, yeah, I totally, yeah. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's crazier now than ever because mm-hmm. of technology, right. because of the amount of information that students get, right? Um, the thing is, uh, and that adds a new layer of, of context to the environment, right? right. Uh, just having so much information. How do you navigate the information itself? Yeah. How do you pick and choose which information's the best information mm-hmm. or the so, most accurate? It's overwhelming, accurate, yeah, it's overwhelming. Right? Um, and that's where things like misinformation comes in, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's a big thing right now, mm-hmm. and fake news and those sort of things. Right, right, right. And so for a student who's navigating through these environments, what do you trust, how do you trust uh, things? Um, and a lot of that deals with uh, social-emotional competencies, right? We have lessons around things like digital literacy that covers those sort of things, right. and so it's important. Yeah. yeah. The other piece uh, I'd like to add to uh, regarding this is there's a long-term uh, impact uh, when learning about uh, social-emotional competencies early on. And it's the fact that uh, it's related to technology as technology uh, kind of comes through and impacts different industries. Um, what we're gonna see is, so, or let me actually paint this picture. Right now, let's say you have a 15-year-old who's in high school, and this 15-year-old won't finish school, let's say, for another, I don't know, uh, to make the math simple, another uh, 10 years. So let's say this uh, 15-year-old will finish formal education by the time they hit 25, right? That's 10 years. 10 years from now, which is 20 to make it simple, 2045. 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 2100. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 10 plus 2019. Hang on, I got a calculator. Yeah, let's, we'll make this simple. We'll say 2030. <laughs> By the time a student finishes school in 2030, how will the world be the same and how will the world be different, right? A lot of the things that we teach students today, they're valuable. Um, I think that's ex- that's important to uh, to emphasize. They are absolutely valuable. STEM's valuable, um, and but the thing is, will the thing will the things that they learn still be relevant when they're done, right? Um, and for the most part, we're uncertain. We know that it's gonna. We know that math is gonna be uh, is gonna be around. Sciences they're gonna be around. Um, but we're uncertain as to whether the jobs and tasks uh, in 2030 uh, will still be there or are they going to be automated? That's a big thing, right. right? So the one thing we do know that students need are things like adaptability and resilience and lifelong learning. We need students to understand that you don't just educate yourself for 20 years and then the rest of your life you just work. That's, that's one, that's a weird way to think about life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and two, you should always learn. You should yeah. always reinvent yourself right. and learn new things, right? And educate yourself formally and informally, uh, regardless of what the job market is. Because if you are of that mentality that you're a lifelong learner, whatever context is in front of you or in the future, you're ready for that. So that's that's kind of constantly evolving, yeah. Right. That's where um, a lot of the social emotional competency is coming into play. Perfect. Well, Anthony, that is a nice little bow to put on this little conversation. Thanks for your time, man. I appreciate you coming in. Hopefully, we can have you in, uh, have you in another episode here. Yeah, thanks for uh, inviting me. So, here are top... Th- Top three topics. That's weird. I need to change the name. I need to change I like them. it. Top three topics. Top three topics. Almost, top of, three topics. Top, top three, three topics. topics. So these are things that I was trying to think of. What um, what are parents or teachers maybe uh, 
currently experiencing slash going through slash dealing with in uh, their school and their education um, schools. <laughs> education schools? Education What schools? other kind of schools are there? <laughs> Let me start over. Potato schools? <laughs> yeah. In their Ice skating teaching. education school. You know Most what? schools are for education. <laughs> yes, Most. So those type of schools, and I thought, school. hey, you know what? You've you're a you're a parent. You've been to school. You've taught at schools. You've done all those kind of things. So you're a perfect I, person. To, I did that. So, I do that currently. So yep. this is going to be a, a Katie heavy uh, segment. But I'm oh gonna, boy, I get to talk a lot. Yep, and I'm going to chime Yippee in. Skippy. I'm going to chime in with my wise wise wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first topic is. I'm actually curious for myself when I start bringing uh, little Everly to school. Because she's going to start like little itty bitty yep. sometime mm-hmm. school mm-hmm. right now. Pretty Soon? Is she? Uh, Did you guys find see. a place? No. Well, she's only two. Still. She's not two. She's not even two yep. yet. But still. A school I've been talking to JD about it. Two? It's not school. You yeah. tell them it's school. It's like pre, pre, pre K. Yeah. Super pre K. Two year old baby time. Oh, do they really? Mm-hmm. Oh, we prob- I'm sure. It's, yeah. Probably if you asked her. I mean, she did say she was actively looking the last time I saw her. So there you go. So what do you? What can parents expect when they're bringing their 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 (laughs) son or daughter to their first day of school? Like, how do? What should parents be expecting to experience? Uh, And how can you make the experience better for them and maybe easier for um, the kids too that are also going? Uh, Depends on the kid. Okay. Um, Mm Hmm. I was nervous when I took Oliver to his first day of preschool because I had seen mm-hmm. children losing it yeah. and crying and mm-hmm. Bleh, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh boy. Mm-hmm. I took Oliver to his room. He was like, bye mama. <laughs> he runs off That's and awesome. starts uh-huh. doing his little uh-huh. work. He went to a Montessori preschool. They call it work okay. or do your works. Interesting. Uh-huh. Every little thing is called a work. Interesting. Um, he just runs off, starts doing his works. So that was not a problem. Oh, that was cool. Were you sad? Like reset? Like, oh, okay. no, 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 no. That's awesome. Okay. I, I, I did have emotions. Yeah. Um, because you, you know, every time your kid, God, I was hunching my shoulders. Yeah. Barely, uh-huh. barely had a neck there. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Because I'm always worried about like, I, I don't, take a minute. I don't want this little precious thing to have anybody, anybody be mean to her or mean yeah, her you or him, whoever. You the, worry about that a lot. Mm-hmm. I think because I was in schools for so long, I mm-hmm. know like, I know that it's never as bad as I as some people may think it's going to be, yeah, and I also yeah. know that it's going to happen. And there's very right. little there's you can do, and it's what sure makes that. your kid a people. That's very true. It's very. I think every just, single person has gone through at least parents, one thing, usually more like yeah, ten. Yeah, 10 we or don't 20 want things. bad things to happen to our kids, right, of but course. but also, you mean you're careful about school you send mm-hmm. them to. But mm-hmm. then Hudson, on the other hand, but even like for the first one, I feel like I hear stories of, with parents when they take their they drop their firstborn off. That's like. I was so sad that I get home. They're not there anymore. Like, oh yeah, no, that I I think there's something maybe wrong with me. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, that's rad. But I, I love it. <laughs> I'm really happy that I got to stay home alone with my kids. Yeah. Not home alone. I yeah. was home alone. Right, but I got you. I I wasn't working when they were little, uh-huh. and that's great yeah. because I got to be there for all that time. But it at the exact ta- same time, it drove me bonkers. Oh yeah, because I didn't have any grownups to talk to all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So. I was happy to just have one kid at home for a little while instead of two because that's what anyway sorry Ollie don't be mad boys (laughs) Um, I need my boys know that parents need parent time in order to function properly otherwise you're gonna go Hudson I had to peel off my body really and hand him to the the teacher and then run away so So, my biggest advice I'll say how was that experience then that hurt a lot right um because, you know, you feel your kids. Have you ever, whenever Lee's really upset, you start to get upset? Like, yeah. you can actually feel yes. the feelings in your body? Right. Yeah, so that happened. Yeah. Um, but you have to just go. Mm-hmm. And that's my advice for you and everybody else mm-hmm. is you're going to make the teacher's job harder if you keep staying yeah. and trying to comfort the kid and then right. try to leave you again. Gotta, you just gotta go rip the band-aid yep. off, <laughs> rip the kid off your body, <laughs> and then leave. Yeah. And it's hard. And then you go in your car and cry. Yeah, jeez. That would be... 
That'd be very upsetting if that. Yeah, I was pregnant with Grady when it happened too, so I just had all of these kinds of emotions. Just crying. Yikes. The second one I'd like to talk about is how. Where's your opinion on uh, blended learning? I almost don't even need to give an opinion of that or talk about it because all teachers do it. All good teachers do. But just naturally. Here's a trick. Can you can you uh, expand on some pros and then also what are some cons to that? I can't think of any cons. Well, that's the challenge, lady. Oh. (laughs) You got to think of some cons. Otherwise, you're just all fluffy, hunky. Like, where, if you oh, ha- the con would be is that it's more work to. for the teacher. There you go. See, it's harder. You can do it. Um, but we do what we know we need to for our kids, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know about the different modalities of learning, mm-hmm. and so it's really important to try to well, address all of that. And have you? Did you have teachers that? Because I've I have had teachers that was like, there's zero blended learning. It was just, hey, I'm gonna lecture to you from this book. Oh and yeah. That's it. Yeah. I'd say you and I most most of our school was that way yeah, that's what I'm saying um, yeah they we never... did very little independent mm-hmm. stuff no mm-hmm. hardly any group mm-hmm. it was just sit in rows receive information yeah. do a paper about mm-hmm. it then receive some more information now when i drop into these classes i'm like holy moly it's like very interactive there's like big mm-hmm. screens everywhere and there's kids projected. asking questions yeah, like it's not new. quiet no yeah not at all no it's a good that. that's yeah i love the the it's very different from when you that. and i were yeah, in school seriously. yeah our kids are lucky they're Wait, you're going to see when Emily starts school. They're so much smarter than you at such a young age. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Ooh. have to tell me, Katie. Yep, I had Don't to stop to helping me. with math homework. Oh, really? In like, it, was, it happened you're in seventh slow, grade for Oliver. <laughs> His teacher told him specifically, Oliver, do not let your mother help you with your math homework. Because you're not passing. And he was all afraid to tell me. That's funny. And I was like, it's fine. Yeah. I was making it up anyway. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm just, I remember asking because my dad was very, very savvy in, in math. And mm-hmm. so he, he would figure out the answer, but it was always completely different than how we were being taught, like the formula in class. Exactly. So, and so uh, that was always like, I'd be like, Dad, you're not, you're not doing it right, though. And he's like, yeah, but I'm coming up with the right answer. I got I'm, the answer right, didn't well, I? Well, I've learned this method from you at home, and then I tried to learn this method at, at uh, school. Anywho, yeah, but. so that's how it was with me and Ollie, except yeah. the answers were not right. And I was doing it wrong. <laughs> In my own way. That's good stuff. Good job. All right. Number three. Uh, should schools teach empathy? Yes. And I would love the pros and cons to that. I would love to hear the cons. I, that's, that's a good stuff. Pros. I, I, I think feel it's like obvious. you're just messing with me at this well, point. I think <laughs> cons like to how teaching just, empathy. How you, just, how you just thought of a con for blended learning, that was perfect. Uh so, oh, empath- so all good I'll, teachers I'll tell you, also I'll tell you, teach empathy. I'll tell you they where do. I'll tell you where uh, I can think of a con is that there has been principals and educators that have said that there has been sometimes parents that don't feel that these type of topics should be taught. Have you actually heard that in yep. your work? Like, yes, hundred percent. That's why. Yeah, more than more than a few times too. Yeah. Yeah, and I've heard. That's what I was going to say for the con is that mm-hmm. there's probably. There's probably some families who say, well, we teach that in the home. Exactly. Hands off. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality is is that most kids in our current mm-hmm. world, for whatever reason, are not getting that at mm-hmm. home. Um, and for a classroom to work mm-hmm. with challenging, other challenging factors, mm-hmm. you have to... I used to spend two to three weeks just getting to know each other, yeah. um, learning how to function as a classroom so that so that we felt like us mm-hmm. um, I love that you did that because the only kind of I don't have any recollection of teachers doing that the only thing that comes to mind is like first day kind of get up and introduce yourself kind yeah, of yeah no was we, about the extent of there the was teacher. very little like academic learning it was most oh, yeah. mostly but and it was out of necessity because yeah. I taught a lot of high need students and they we had to well, yeah, to be happy and to learn. Too. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, there's so many benefits to doing that. And so, yeah, so when I hear about what you're making a good point about some students get it at home, but some students don't, I feel like the ones that who may be getting it at home, just uh, if it's if you're doubling down on it, in a sense, take one for there's, the team and yeah. just learn. Well, and it's never bad. Exactly. Just learn like, lifelong learning. Then that kid gets to talk more about. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. I think that was a good back. That was good pros and cons of that. Yeah, yeah. Both Very nice. That was our top three topics. We are at the end of the show, Katie, and we are going to to finish it with our our I Delta O 
And on this episode, we are going to I Delta O everyone's favorite social media platform, Facebook. Mm. Mm. So this should be fun. You go first. I will. My eye for Facebook, I think it, what it set out to do, I think it did accomplish that. I think they wanted to bring more people together. They wanted to uh, make a place where you can share uh, photos and and have an open uh, sourcing of, of, of commentating on uh, on each one's posts, pictures, you know, just brought more people together. So mm-hmm. I think that is, you know, it that just goes for a lot of social media. But I it think wasn't because Zuckerberg wanted your data. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> there might have been a little bit of a uh, little bit of incentive Mark on the side Zuckerberg. doing that. Yeah. But, I don't, you know, I think the real conception of it. No, I don't think I mean, obviously, yeah, that's what, he, what they want now because they have benefited uh, tremendously from like ads and all sorts of different things. But I think from the very beginning now, I mean, if, if you follow them, you know, if you've seen the movie Social Network, have you seen the movie? Yeah, it's not very flattering to Zuckerberg. No, it's not. But I haven't it, seen the movie, but I just oh. listened to a podcast, and I feel like he was in it for the money from the beginning. Oh, uh, well, according to the I don't know. I don't I know mean, how the it, money. I mean, it turned that way pretty quickly, but the very, very beginning was, oh, the very, was the very, trying very. to bring more people together. And, and cause I think it started for a school. It was just supposed to be like a school. College thing. School yeah. thing, yeah. And so, anyways, that's my eyes, is just the... The reach that you can reach, um, the reach that you can the reach. The reaching, reachy reach. Many, many, time many people. Reach. And, you know, uh, I think it kind of takes, I don't know if this is a delta or not. You got I. You I did think, I. Yeah, delta I, time. Okay. Stick get, to the rules. Yeah, but I'm trying to think if You're this is. You can make Edgar shake his head again. If this is a delta, it might be a delta. Something I you guess, would change. I guess. Well, yeah. Well, I was just going to make it a, make a, make a uh, observation where I think call or high school uh, reunions are kind of becoming more and more irrelevant because it killed the it, high school reunion. Right? It's like you are you do, you go mm-hmm. do the catch up there with your classmates, but you don't necessarily have to do that anymore because I know everything about this person. Everything. I, yeah, and even more so than what you would ever get from like a high school reunion. And I had a, that actual experience. Uh-huh. Um, we went to our ten year high school reunion. Facebook did not exist. Yeah. This is two thousand four. Uh huh. Or it wasn't. It wasn't mainstream, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I think it was still in colleges uh-huh. then, um, and it was. It was. Oh hi! It's, mm-hmm. Oh my doing? god! I was hoping what you would be here. Let me hey, see the pictures in your let wallet. Let me see your baby. Uh huh. Uh-huh. In your wallet. Yeah, remember we skipped right? pictures. Right. I don't even know if we had pictures on the phone at that time. Uh-huh. Uh And then the twenty-year reunion, twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. The conversations were like, "How was that marathon you ran last week?" Exactly, yep. girl mm-hmm. that I see. On the regular, exactly. digitally. So yeah, I don't know if that's a. It good was kind of boring. It's just interesting. Yeah, it's just interesting. It's yeah. kind of boring. It, that's why I, I haven't been. I, I don't think I've been to any of my. I don't think I've been to any of my high school. You don't reunion. need to. Yeah, it's just saying I don't have any like incentive. I know everything. Anyone that I really kind of have any kind of relationship with or friendship you with, I know. Do. Yeah, I already know everything about them. Yep. Everything about them. So, it did kill the high school uh, reunion. My definite delta, which I think is the obvious, is that the the negative. The negativity that is created and the uh, power that people have that they feel that they have behind a keyboard mm. is just a no. It's, it's a real, it's a real shame. It's a real, it's a real <laughs> bummer. It's just sad. I mean, like we need to have a no buttheads can, rule on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, seriously, it's just so. It's just. Oh, I mean, I know. not to pick a political side, but anytime you see anything with like Trump in it, you just like you already know the comment feed is this. It's just ridiculous. And then it has it turns into it has nothing to even do with what the the post or the picture oh, yeah, is or no. whatever. So it, it's just it's, it, just, it, it's it, always bad. It, it just creates a lot of anger, a lot of hate. Degenerates uh, into like your mom right. is stupid. Yeah, it's just like there's like no constructive. <laughs> Criticism or anything like that, yeah. So uh, my O, that's a good question. What am I gonna? What would I? Br- well, I think my O is that I, I use it in my world almost all daily, every single day. I use Facebook slash Instagram, um, some form or someone way, some way or another. I use it, and uh, I love it for all kinds of positive things. It's looking for events, uh, reminds me about people's birthdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do like food reviews, kind of endless as far as oh, like their their sale, like their yard sale, kind of Craigslisty thing they got on there now. Yeah, that's fun. It's kind of nice, and I like their uh, TV channel, their watch, their Facebook watch. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know I killed my Facebook I account. But like have, I, I don't know what you're talking almost, about. <laughs> <laughs> it almost turned into a one-stop shop. It's like it's almost its own little kind of mm-hmm. wet uh, internet. You don't have to really go anywhere else but if, you do, if you don't want to. Um, so yeah, that's my I Delta O on Facebook. How about you? Uh, Katie? Hmm. 
Well, I mean, you could, I know you don't have Facebook anymore, but if you want to kind of... I can, I can. If you want to so really like or you can throw an Instagram. I really, want. really, no, because I like Instagram. Well, in, Facebook owns Instagram. I know oh, that. So and I, 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 I know, okay, go ahead. I know, I'm really conflicted about that. Ugh. Go ahead, go ahead. Instagram uh, is amazing. I love Instagram. Big fan of Instagram. Me too, but they're still getting my data, oh, which for sure. like no fairsies. For sure. Um, Okay. My eye. Mm-hmm. I did. I did really like Facebook for a very long time, mm-hmm. um, for the same reasons that you did. Mm-hmm. Was that I? For me, it was mostly about staying connected with mm-hmm. people. Um, yeah. One of my best friends from high school has been traveling the world for the last twenty years because she's married to a Navy dude. Awesome. And it's not always easy. Well, now it is because we both have iPhones. <laughs> we can just <laughs> yeah. FaceTime each other. Right, and, right. Yeah. yeah, but. Um, it wasn't easy mm-hmm. to keep track of yeah. where she was or communicate with mm-hmm. her. Um, and so... Plus, it's cool to see I those was pictures in the places that they're going. Love yeah, that. except she, when she lived in Corpus Christi, I was like, Ugh. it wasn't... Oh, that's a swamp. Okay. Yep. Yuck, yuck. Um, don't get eaten by a snake. Uh, <laughs> so I liked Please. that. I liked Facebook for that. Mm-hmm. that it, can it, oops, sorry. Sorry, table. Um, the connecting connecting part um mm-hmm. the the delta would be um all of it <laughs> the connecting part of it <laughs> uh the thing that i would change is i would not have facebook exist i have i have that's an interesting concept fully yeah. fully done a flip um for a lot of a lot of reasons the reason i killed my facebook account specifically is by the way it's very hard they make you do a two-week cooling off period <laughs> Wow, First, really? you have to do all these questions. Like, are you sure? Are you no, 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 super, no, 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 no. Sure. But are you super? Do- Remember that time that was fun, and they literally <laughs> like you show you oh, some hilarious. fun. That is You're going to be missing out on the. Oh man, and that's I think, impressive. Guys, I, I find that intriguing. I'm such an uninteresting person. Why do you care? Why do you want my data? Mm-hmm. I'm like a million other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do though. Yeah, of course. Um. So so after you're like, no, no, I really want to quit. I really want to quit. I really mm-hmm. want to quit. That mm-hmm. took 30 minutes of mm-hmm. me. Click 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 click. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's crazy. Then they're like, okay, fine, you can quit. Um, but it's gonna take two weeks. Wow. And during that two weeks, if you decide to rejoin, of course, it, it, come it, on back. We'll you keep like. your stuff. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. That is amazing. Right. So that makes me think, ew. Uh, uh, I'm just going to jump in real fast. Uh, CrossFit, the uh-huh. official CrossFit Facebook and Instagram, deleted it. They are, they are The guy that founded CrossFit, kind of for the same reasons you're saying, doesn't like that they track the data and use their data for oh, Facebook's own goods. So they it was, it was a huge deal because it was, it was combined for about 5 million followers. Uh-huh. And they just went, boop, we boop. don't care anymore. We don't, yeah. I don't care about that. I'm out of here. I did too. And I knew, I knew like, oh, I'm going to miss out on so many parties and things because people <laughs> send their invitations through oh, Facebook. Sure. Yeah. And it was something that I was willing to do. My other main reason is I found out so many things about people that I didn't want to know. Mm. Um, Interesting. You know, in, Interesting. in the old days, uh-huh. you're at a dinner party. Uh-huh. The rule is don't talk about politics. Oh, it's not yeah. polite. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, that goes right out And there's out a the reason window. for that, I, I realized. Politics and religion, right? Yeah. Those don't talk like politics. Big don't talk religion mm-hmm. because it's going to cause a fight. Because we, we are all very specific in our beliefs. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people who I cared about and mm-hmm. liked mm-hmm. who were posting things that were not not only just counter to my morals and ethics, mm-hmm. but actually made me sad. Yeah, like I, I oh, think that's common. Yeah, because they were saying things and and demonstrating beliefs that that were kind of about me, who I am as a oh, person, yeah. or about mm-hmm. people that I love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have also experienced something very similar. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and I thought oh. Yeah. Wow. I actually have gay people in my family, and now you're saying how terrible gays are, Mm -hmm. and I thought we were friends, but now, guess not so much. I (laughs) can't. I can't. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to just forget those things like that, you know, where it's you you put it out there, and it's gonna it's gonna stay there, and people are gonna take it for right for the value of it. And there's a lot I wish I hadn't known. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. A lot. <laughs> I, no, I, I'm right there with you, too. And I got tired of all the bickering and oh, all yeah. the fighting. And I, I was doing it, too, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I get knew better. But you can usually say no for so so long that all and of a sudden you're, you're like, just, oh, just that's keep, it. And then you yeah, start typing. You just have a day where right. you're like, that's it. I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to get into it with this person right now. And it's going to last four years. And it's going to be weird when we see him at the grocery store. Then when you cool down, you're like, that was really ridiculous and really silly. stupid. Right. So I killed it. That's my delta is that I would have Facebook not exist. Smile, I like it. Um, and I found also that it doesn't bring you together. It actually pushes us apart mm-hmm. in a lot there's of ways. A, it makes it easy to think that um, that digital interaction is the same as in-person interaction mm-hmm. when it's not. Mm-hmm. So it made me lazy about my friendships. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't need to talk to them. I gave them I a just, Facebook poke. I gave her, yeah, I hearted her whatever uh-huh. the other day. So Do I need to week. call her and mm-hmm. or go have lunch? No. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, I forgot what I was doing. I, uh, I don't remember. I didn't take social media, Facebook, for, I could stay on Facebook. If I felt like if you made a comment on it, it shouldn't matter that much as opposed to uh, an, in-li- an in-person uh, mm-hmm. interaction. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, you know, I hear even that. I'm sure you've heard this. Everybody does. People get mad if they post and then such and such friend didn't like it or didn't comment on it or they friended this person. They didn't friend me. Like this Ugh. kind of, this kind of uh, social Middle media world. Middle school all over yeah, again. Yeah, I'm just like, man, I could <laughs> like that's not this to me that's not real. real world yeah like <laughs> i don't if i post something i i do not even pay attention to who no. likes something or comments or does or vice versa doesn't doesn't do that no so i always find that so fascinating how people get so uh upset they about to that. get their panties in yeah a bunch. i'm like man it's just a it's just a social media boat it's but about you posted a picture of a baby sloth like relax <laughs> yes exactly However, you know most people like baby sloths oh, just because it didn't have hearts he, yep it's very true i but I do think we're in the minority there. And I think people, especially high school age up, are all about that. You better oh, like my stuff. We had an intern here, uh, and I asked her about uh, – oh, I was talking to her about Twitter. And she's like, yeah, I got so many of my friends that just – like I have a f- one friend that posts like 50 times a day. What? And I'm like, why do you follow that person? She's like, well, I have to. She's my friend. Otherwise, she'd be really upset with me. And I'm like <laughs> – Yep. <laughs> so no, things, thank you. things like that, you know. So, yeah, uh, yeah I think there's definitely an argument to be, argument to be made for uh, – causing more bad than good absolutely 100%. Yeah, yeah i'm over it for sure but i st- i go rant 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 and i still totally have my instagram account I and i really like instagram I love, I love instagram because i like it's so good. i like i like images oh yeah it's, i like photography it's, it's i like pretty simpler. things mm-hmm. it's simple too i follow so many mm-hmm. guinea pigs mm-hmm. i follow a skunk mm-hmm. um i get to look at skunks and guinea pigs and kittens yep. Yep, and uh yeah, yeah. I, I, I love Instagram. I gotta sit here and think better, think more clearly about mm-hmm. why I keep my Instagram account. But I hate mm-hmm. Facebook because I, I, I feel like I'm being very hypocritical. Yeah. I know I am. Yeah. But I, whatever. Eh. <laughs> eh. I, oh. Okay. So my O. I did my Delta. I had something back for it. My O. Oh, sh- sorry. No. 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 It's okay. I forgot it. <laughs> my O is. Don't have social media, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Instagram, which you can't really find a good reason for having, except that you like looking at hamsters. That's awesome. I love it. That is excellent. Well, that's well done. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Mrs. Graves' podcast. And that is Katie. She is my wife's dad's girlfriend's sister's daughter. And this is Josh. He's my mom's sister's boyfriend's daughter's husband. Toodaloo. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.